Hey family, it's your girl Alicia and this is the Millennial Wife Entrepreneur where we discuss women empowerment, family, faith, business, and a little bit of story splash in between. So if you're ready like I'm ready, can we have a conversation? Hey family, so in this episode, I'm going to tell y'all how I started a business, how you can do it too. Let's go. So as I told y'all in my last episode, um, I started my business because one, I was tired of working for somebody else and two, I kept getting a calling like a feeling like I know I'm not supposed to be doing this for the rest of my life working at a job working with somebody else making somebody else rich I just felt it I knew for sure and then three I want to be able to leave a legacy to my kids um leave something for my my children and their children and children children I am consciously thinking about my family after I'm gone you know what's gonna happen to them Who's going to take care of them once I'm gone and their children and their children? I'm making an educated decision now to plant a seed now that's going to blossom for my great-great-grandchildren. I'm making those moves now and taking myself out of the equation. So what are you willing to give up so that your legacy can continue so that people know your last name even when you're gone? What are you willing to do to shake up the ground in your family so that people know who you are even when you're long gone? Like some of these big corporations, you know, we buy into every day. Sam Walton, which is Walmart, Sam's Club, you got Louis Vuitton. You have all these big name brands that we know their last names. And some of them were started years and years, generations, some even decades ago. But their family is set because somebody made a decision to change some things, to shake up the ground, to do some things differently than they've done before, and to set those seeds in motion. So guess what? Their generations are living, eating still today because somebody thought about them before time. So I said all that to say... You cannot obtain wealth by working a nine to five. You cannot obtain wealth by working for somebody else. You can't pass on a job to your children. You can't. So in order to get ahead and become a part of this 1% club, you have to start thinking out of the box and thinking about ways to obtain wealth. y'all. You have to start figuring out other ways and other means of income. Multiple streams of income. Not just one. You can't rely on one anymore. Multiple streams of income. <clears throat> so that being said, way I started out is I pray. I pray on everything I do before I do it. Any move I make, I always give it to God first. So I would pray first. First things first, you want to pray on what you want to do, what you feel like you're supposed to do, that desire that's in your heart, that push that you've had in your belly for a long time. Wherever you're working, whatever you're doing, you know, hey, this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. You feeling that push and that urge and you do other things better than some people you cook better than some people in my case i cook really good and i kept hearing people say you need to be cooking you need to be selling it and it would be just basic stuff i've had somebody tell me my tuna sandwich was the best tuna they've ever had little stuff like that but people kept telling me you girl you can cook and i didn't take pay no attention to selling my food i went to school for culinary but i wasn't thinking about that final outcome of it at the time i'm just trying to live day to day but 
let me tell y'all something it's something that can be done you can start a business while working your nine to five i was working a full-time job at um a gym i was a a a kid's fitness coach and a receptionist at a gym um and this is after like if you listen to my last podcast this is after i've worked you know corporate i was a manager for compass group i worked in different industries went to school johnson wells have a degree um in food service management and culinary arts and i have a background in food um but at the time I was laid off when I was pregnant with my second child. And so in that situation, I was kind of depressed for a little bit. I was lost. I was trying to figure out what I was going to do. And when I decided to go back into the workforce after I had my second child, I was able to um, I was able to float, float that um, opportunity at the desk, working at the desk and working as a as a coach um, with my kids. I was able to start my own business while I was working there. It was times that I was <laughs> working there and I was you know on the side during my break or you know doing a downtime when it was a lot going on I was looking at ways to start my business let me tell y'all the best resource that's free and hands-on to everybody right now Google University YouTube University honey these resources are free I just begin to Google I begin to research I begin to look and just research how to start a business what are the things I do so there's so many resources out there it's so much free information y'all it's ridiculous it's really no reason um to be held back other than your own fear so as I said in the other video in the other blog um podcast you don't have to start to be great, but you do have to be, you don't have to be, you don't have to be great to start, but you do have to start to be great. There's a quote from Les Brown, one of my favorite quotes. Um, so that being said, y'all, I'm gonna jump right into this, how to start a business. In my case, I started the LLC, um, and I Google, like I said, some resources. One of the resources I have is, um, a website that you can go to ed pnc.com um slash um starting a business in north carolina they have really good free resources i just started to look into things and tap into people and ask questions um so the first thing is first is you want to pray on it like i said you want to figure out you know what it is that you want to do you can figure out your what what are you gifted at? What are you skilled at? If it's doing hair, if it's doing nails, if it's doing makeup, if you want to be in the beauty industry, if it's cooking, if it's baking, um, if it's making cocktails, if it's sewing, if it's making clothes, you need to figure out what that God-given talent is that is already embedded in you, that you're doing better than anybody out here. That thing that you dream about, you need to think about that and figure out how you can monetize it. So once you once you pray on it, once you come up with your niche, your 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 market, you want to do a little research. Just figure out, you know, who else is doing this stuff in my area? How are they doing it? Look at their sites and how they have stuff set up. Just things like that. It's people that are successful around you that are doing the things that you're aspiring to do. Start to look into stuff like that. Then you want to come up with uh, a name. You want to start figuring out what you want to name your business is a way you can research um, your um, register is uh, a way you can research if the name has been taken. You want to do that because um, that happens. Um, just look into if that name has been taken yet. But come up with your own unique name, something that you know speaks to you and your customers, who the people you want to serve, something that's enticing. Come up with that. <clears throat> 
then you want to start your formation. So what I tell people is to do like a business plan, you know, after you've prayed on it and done a little research, just write out, you know, what type of business you want to have. What is it you're wanting to sell? How are you planning on selling? Who are the people you trying to sell it to? These are things that are involved in a business plan. You can Google how to how to write a business plan, but it doesn't have to be anything formal. It's just basically writing that vision, like I told y'all before, making it plain so you can see it. You have to first visualize in your mind that you're going to be a business owner, you're going to be an entrepreneur. You have to first see yourself doing these things before it's done. Anything that is achievable and that you're supposed to be doing that you want to do, it has to have it has to have first been an idea. It has to be in your mind first before it can even become tangible. So first, visualize it in your mind. Write it down. Make it plain so you can sleep on it, think on it, pray on it daily. Okay, let that hunger grow in you. When you go into your job, as people get on your nerves, let that hunger grow. If you know this is not your final destination and this is not what God has put you on this earth to do, then you need to get that vision out with a quickness. And I speak boldness over everybody listening over this podcast. Boldness to whatever that vision is that is impregnated in you that you need to birth. Okay. So, first thing is you're going to write that business plan. Then you're going to begin to set up your structure. So, what you need to do is figure out whatever state you're in. And um, I'm in North Carolina. Go to the Secretary of State. You want to form that form that LLC. As a, um, you can either do an LLC, you can do an S-Corp. Um, it just depends on you. I did an LLC. That's a limited liability company. You want to go ahead and form that, which is basically you structuring it. You're saying I'm deciding to become a legit um, business and corporation. Um, you're going to fill out. Uh, really, it's like one paper. It's really not hard at all. And it was about one hundred and twenty five dollars to file that. Once you do that, you want to go and get your federal tax ID. That's free. Now you go on the IRS website to get a federal tax ID. That's completely free. Then, after you do all of that, you're going to um, figure out your local licenses and um, registrations. Like if your business needs to be uh, licensed, depending on what you sell, if it's food, figure out that in your local area. And there's websites and things for that. You can find that link. Um, number four, you're going to go through your NC Department of Revenue or whatever state or city you're living in, your Department of Revenue, because you want to be registered to um, attach taxes to whatever you're selling. Either you're doing a service or either you're, doing, you're selling um, items. So you need to figure out what you decide to do. In my case, I'm doing a service where we sell food. Um, so I still have to charge taxes on top of that. Then for uh, five, you want to go about um, getting your professional business number, which you can use your direct phone. Um, it doesn't have to be anything different. Um, I've tried Google phones a couple of times. I didn't really care for it. So I just kind of kept my personal phone number and then I'm able to write off my phone bill at the end of the year because I use it for business purposes as well. Um, then you want to go about setting up a professional email, which is that takes all of 10, 10 minutes to do if that. Um, you can do Gmail, anything. Just set up a professional email. 
you want to eventually get a website and get you some social media pages set up um but all of that is like six steps guys and it's it's really that simple like i said i was doing it while i was on the clock um (laughs) or i was working somewhere else wasn't supposed to be but i got it done and just working there and you know co-workers in my nerves and different things it just helped drive me and motivate me more to get my own business done so one of the things i told y'all on the last podcast was um pressure makes diamonds and a lot of times when we say and we aspire we want to do stuff we put stuff off year after year in my case i did for many years i said i was gonna start a business that didn't do it we put stuff off year after year after year just one out of fear two we're not making the time to do it and then three for some reason we think we have all the time in the world but the biggest resource that we have is time and eventually everybody's gonna run out guys so what is your god-given purpose on this earth you have to tap into that and go after it with a quickness go after that because you're too busy working for other people and building somebody else's dream you don't have time for that you have to go about building your own legacy and being able to leave something to your family and your children when you go and it's just that simple so get these steps done guys push towards that mark and get it done so importance of it is this country was not set up for people to to not have a business like it's set up for business owners it's set up for people to um to profit and gain off of that and that's how a lot of countries built well people that are tapping into real estate people that are investing people that are business owners these are the people that are building wealth that have wealth these are the people that have crossed over to that one percent club so you guys gotta understand like growing up you're not taught that you're not there's a reason that they leave this stuff out of school that you're not taught how to be a business owner you're not taught taxes and different things in school you're not taught understanding credit and wealth building you're not taught these things in school for a reason that's because the people that were some of the forefathers of this country and there's there's quotes on it i think because andrew carnegie and uh david rockefeller these people have made it their mission to make sure that this stuff was taken out of schools it was in schools a hundred some years ago it was in look it up it was in schools that they taught these things but they specifically they lobbied and voted for it to get taken out of schools because they said they want to train up workers i'm not making thinkers i'm i'm building workers they want people to be workers because as long as there's workers there's always going to be somebody on the receiving end so you got to ask yourself what side of the register do you want to be on you want to be on the person on the side that's purchasing or you want to be on the side that's receiving you really got to think about these things start getting out of the box and don't believe everything you told everything that we've been trained up to know and to think and believe it's not always true y'all do some research and look into this stuff it's so much wealth out there it's ridiculous it's just tapping into it what moves are you making now to tap into it what are you going to do today to change your circumstance and outcome five years 10 years down the line 20 years down the line for the rest of your family how are you going to set yourself up to where you're not working until you 70 80 90 that you can retire early i told my husband i'm retiring him before he's 40 years old and i mean that my husband just turned 34 i tell i tell him that daily 
I will be retiring my husband because he has been holding us down as I, I'm building the business and we building this business together. But it's it's things like that that you can do just to keep going. Like I even though it's hard, I understand that it is the path less travel for a reason because some people just want to clock in and clock out and go home and not think about it anymore. That's it's the path less travel for a reason. But if you know that there is a calling. <clears throat> on your life and there's things that you're supposed to get done then you're not going to be able to rest well unless that's done you're not going to be able to rest easy in peace there's a blessing attached to you starting your business you going forth and doing the things that god has put on your heart and on your life to do there's people attached to that there's people attaching the blessings so once you get in order guess what Everything else line up. Guess what? That thing that was supposed to happen, that should have happened, that could have happened, that would have happened with your child. It, you change the, tra- the trajectory of their life by you walking in order. You changing the trajectory of the people around you's life by you walking and getting in line with God in alignment and following suit and things will fall into place. Case in point, guys, because I was afraid to. I was you. When I was in college, I was over the praise dance ministry um, at Johnson Wells University. I started the liturgical praise dance team, the only one on campus, right, here in Charlotte. I wasn't coming to college for that. I wasn't trying to do that. <laughs> That's That wasn't what I thought I was supposed to be doing. Um, and I was literally like Jonah, you know, before he got swallowed up by the whale in the Bible, if you know the Bible. Before he got swallowed up by the whale, you know, running from God, running from what you've been told you're supposed to do. I kept hearing people on campus, you know, saying, hey, I wish we had a dance team. I was a part of a, a group ministry called Anointed Ministries and they had a choir, but it was people that was asking for liturgical dance, which is praise dance. I kept hearing people it was like, oh, I heard that you used to praise dance back home. Who told you that? How you know that? I ain't tell you that. It was like little things like that. People would come up and just be like, well, if you start a praise team, I'll be a part of just random. Like some people I never. Hey, well, I used to dance back home. I used to do this. If you're looking for. So I'm like, OK, God, what's going on? You know why I keep hearing this over and over calling me. And so literally <clears throat> in that and, and even in that sense, when I had first went to school, my first that was my first term. I didn't do good at all because one, nobody tells you in college there's nobody there to push you to go to class. You don't have to go to class. It's your choice. Though so a part of growing up and being an adult, and that'd be another podcast, lessons learned in my in my twenties and things like that, is you have to be responsible and accountable. And you have to you have to get out of your own wheel and push past what you don't want to do. So I wasn't going to class like I was supposed to when I first started school. I said all that to say I was on the the what do you call it, the bad list where you get on the the the, the list where you possibly could get kicked out of school because I wasn't doing great. I wasn't going to school. Like I wasn't supposed to. I wasn't going to class. So that was my first term. And basically running from everything I was telling me to do. And, you know, had a boyfriend and we was, you know, hanging out, doing doing all that. And my grades were suffering because of it. And I almost got kicked out of college. That was my first term. I didn't really want to do the dance team. You know, I was doing good to be in the choir, honey. But I was out here trying to do my own thing in college, which is what we do. We get grown. We leave our parents' house. So my second term, what I had, you know, I, I, I kept getting this push, you know, started dancing or oh, we just need somebody to oversee it. And 
I said, well, okay, God, I only have people. You know, people was coming up to me. So that was one thing taken off. I was looking for every excuse in the book. I said, okay, God, I, ain't, I don't have no uniforms. My praise dance leader back home, I think my mom had told her that I was considering. I didn't even say I was considering starting a dance team. Called me up. <laughs> it was like... Hey, I got uniforms, you know, from our praise dance time. And I got a um, whole t- a tub of them in the garage. You can come whenever you come back home. Come pick out what you want. What? Do y'all tell? Can y'all, can y'all believe my face right now? Because I was flabbergasted. So, one, making excuses. Didn't get me nowhere. And, and two, running from the call. And guess what? He going to find you. He going to find you. Okay. So once I became obedient, I said, okay, I'm going to go ahead and just start this dancing. Stuff just started falling into place. I had people, I had uniforms, and guess what? We started getting, getting churches and things that wanted us to travel and to praise dance. And as I, we be, we became good and better at what we did. We helped bless other people and other teens and other youth and other college, uh, young adults. And it began to bless our life. Do y'all know that my grades turned around in a term? I went from getting almost kicked out one term to getting on the dean's list the next term just because I was walking in that obedience. Y'all, I said all that to say starting a business is not as hard as people think it is. But if it's something that's on your life and it's placed on your life, it's your calling, then you have to walk in that obedience. Everything else will fall into order. You just need to start. Walk in that boldness and start. The provision already be made. You just got to get out of your own way. So I just want to encourage somebody out there. When I started my business, I was, <laughs> I had just had my daughter. I think she was about six months. And my son, I had, um, he was maybe four, three and a half, four. Um, and I was working full time. My husband was working. You know, a lot was going on trying to figure out A to B, but. I had to take that leap and there is no greater fulfillment y'all than doing it and, and working your behind off for yourself. There's no other fulfillment for that. Like there's nothing, there's nothing that you can take away from me. Like I sleep easy knowing that everything I'm doing and every foundation I'm building is for my gen, the generations to come after me. So I said all that to say, you guys, be encouraged. Go for a push past. You can do it. If you have questions, please reach out to me. Our business is Galloway's Play LLC. My son's business is Jason's Lemonade Stand. Check us out. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and all that. Um, but reach out to me directly if you just have questions. If you you want more details, if you wonder how to do it, use these resources around you. Google, look up some of these sites. As I said earlier, there's sites out there. There's so much resources for free. There's so much information out there. There is no reason not to go forth. You can do it to your success. And that being said, I'm going to seal out this conversation with the prayer because I feel that it's some people on here listening that that are lost and they really do desire to push forward to the next level, but they don't know how to get there. So 
Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this day. I thank you for this holiday season that we're in, God. And I thank you for this new year that is coming, Lord God. And as we go forth, Lord God, in a new horizon in you, that the, anybody that is listening under the sound of my voice understand their purpose, Lord God, and that the fear is falling away from them, even right now as I speak, Lord God, that they go forth with boldness, Lord God, that they go forth in you, Lord God, that they walk upright, Lord God, that they're able to seek your face, Lord God, and all the things they do, Lord God, those visions and those things that you planted on their heart, fulfill, Lord God, help them fulfill them in the name of Jesus, Lord God, give them comfort, Lord God, and let them know all things will work out in you, Jesus. We thank you, we magnify you on today, Lord God, for who you are. I just speak over the household of everybody, over the sound of my voice right now, Lord God, cleansing over the household, covering and protection over the household, Lord God. I speak to that person, Lord God, that is lost, that doesn't know where to go, where to look, where to turn to, Lord God. Let them hear your still small voice, even right now, Lord God, in the midnight hour. Those people that are crying out to you right now, Lord God. Those people that are hurting right now, Lord God. Those people that are dealing with death in the family, Lord God. I ask you just to comfort their heart on today only like you know how, Lord God. Be a comforter, Lord God. Be your protector, provider, Lord God. Shield, Lord God. We thank you on today just for who you are, that you continue to order our steps, Lord God. Cover over these people, Lord God, that they may listen and be blessed on today, Lord God, and that they know their purpose, Lord God, in this world, Lord God, is to go forth in you, Lord God, and that they're able to do that with boldness, Lord God, steadfastness, steadfastness in Jesus' name. I thank you. I magnify you on tonight. I pray over the family members, Lord God. I pray over any and everybody, Lord God, right now that's seeking your face. I pray, Lord God, against suicide or thoughts right now. I pray against people that are being battered right now. They're in a season, Lord God, of stress and strife. I cancel out, Lord God. I speak against that in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Going forth in this next year, we bind up anything that may be hindering us. We ask for those mountains to be moved in the mighty name of Jesus. Move those mountains as we speak against the enemy right now. Whatever assignment he may have had, whatever assignment he may have had over your life, take his hand off in the mighty name of Jesus that these children of yours, Lord God, are healed and they're covered in your blood, Lord God. Give them the boldness and the clarity to walk forward in you, to move past whatever fear and hindrance. We bind it up in the name of Jesus, Lord God. I pray over their life, over this vessel. In the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you on today. I magnify you, Lord God, as we go into this new year, a new anointing, a new you, and new blessings. We speak over these people in the name of Jesus as we say good night and amen. Don't forget to like, subscribe, follow. You guys check out my next episodes coming up soon. We got some real good stuff coming. And thank you as always for listening. Peace.